Welcome to the Thursday episode. This specific episode is going to bring about so much clarity. So stay tuned for the whole thing. My name is Felicia Goings, and I am super excited to welcome you back to WordCast, where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our word focus for this week is dreams. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has tuned in to WordCast this week. And thank you to those of you who've contacted me to share how the episodes have helped you. Be sure to subscribe to WordCast if you haven't already. Click the like button on the episodes and share the episodes with others who might find them beneficial. I'm excited about today's episode, y'all. I have a couple of questions for you. Have you ever had a dream that seemed so real you were surprised when you woke up that you were actually dreaming? Or have you ever had a dream where something strange happened or a person was in the dream and you're like, why am I dreaming about this person? I don't even know this person. Or maybe you're like, I haven't even seen this person since elementary school. Just a dream that you, it seems random, but you know it's too specific to actually just be random. I mentioned in a previous episode that some dreams can be natural occurrences caused by something you ate, or maybe you were scrolling on Facebook and you scroll past somebody's picture, or maybe you watched something on television right before you went to sleep and it got into your subconscious mind. But much of the time, dreams are spiritual occurrences, and there is a reason behind why we have certain dreams. And as we've been saying, everything that is spiritual is not God, which means that every dream is not from God. We can enter into the realm of the spirit in many different ways, but we can only enter into God's realm of the spirit through Jesus Christ. So we don't want any dreams or interpretations that aren't rooted in Christ. That's why I've been encouraging you to be mindful of reading certain books or other material, even those labeled Christian, on dream interpretation that the Holy Spirit didn't guide you to read. If Christ is excluded or not a part of the foundational belief, be cautious. That information can cause you to have a wrong response or a different response than what God wanted you to have for particular dreams. This is not just with books or programs or other stuff about dreams. This is with anything in life. In yesterday's episode, we talked about testing the spirit behind a dream or anything like 1 John chapter 4 instructs us to. Now, before we dive into the rest of this episode, let's read 1 John to understand precisely why we need to test the spirit behind things. 1 John chapter 4 verse 1 says, Beloved, do not put faith in every spirit, but test the spirits to discover whether they proceed from God. For many false prophets have gone forth into the world. Verse number 2, By this you may know, perceive, and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit which acknowledges and confesses that Jesus Christ the Messiah has actually become man, has come in the flesh, is of God, and has God as its source. Now I'm going to put a pin in this. So we're not just looking for a, a spirit or a person to say, yes, I believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior. Does the principal foundational belief reverence Jesus Christ as Lord or is something else put on the throne as God? Is information put on the throne as God? Is flesh put on the throne as God? Are you put on the throne as God when this person speaks or when the book communicates to you? There's many different ways that you can look at this and discern. Picking back up with verse 2, 1 John chapter 4. Every spirit which does not acknowledge 
and confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. This non-confession is the spirit of the Antichrist. So non-confession, you may not say, oh, Jesus isn't Lord. You may not verbally deny the Lord through a book or through a speech, whatever it is, whatever information you're coming in contact with, but just be mindful of what is glorified by something. So pay attention when certain things just don't sit right with you. I'm telling y'all based on God's word, Anything concerning the spirit or the supernatural that does not give glory to God and point to the son of God, Jesus Christ, as both savior and God move with extreme caution. Everything concerning the supernatural as it relates to the true and living God will involve Christ in some way and will glorify God, not the flesh, not information or not a particular person outside of Jesus. If you are a child of God, we are not supposed to rely primarily on anything or anyone for guidance except the spirit of God and his word. Any dream from God is a byproduct of his spirit and his word. But before we go any further, I want to encourage you to make sure if you are a person who has a really magnificent dream life or a really active dream life, that's not a bad thing. It adds great value to your life and God has given you that gift. But it's important to not rely on dreams alone, but always keep your reliance on the Lord. Jude chapter 1 verse 8 says, Yet in like manner, these people also, relying on their dreams, defile the flesh, reject authority, and blaspheme the glorious one. Y'all, it has gotten so challenging for some people that after they've had a few mind-blowing experiences with dreams, they begin to pray and seek out dreams from God to be led in life, and they're not investing any time in the Word. They're not dependent on Holy Spirit. And if you live a life where you never invest time in God's word, you're more susceptible to error because you haven't been investing enough time in the word to find out what's true. There are awesome people in the world today, believers and non-believers, who hunger and thirst after dreams and interpretations. When Matthew 5 and 6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So friends, if you're seeking after righteousness, seeking after God, God may add a dream to you to answer you in your situation. God may add a dream to you to reveal something to you about the future or about the present or even about the past so we can be rectified. But the key thing here is that you're seeking God. You're seeking righteousness first and the kingdom, not dreams. So a person can crave dreams just to hear from God, not realizing that what their spirit is hungry for is the truth of his word. Constantly seeking after dreams to be guided without God prompting us in that area makes us more susceptible to receive demonically planted information. Now, don't misunderstand me. God does work and speak through dreams and they can add value to our life, like we said, but we are not to be led by dreams alone. We are to be led by the word of God and Holy Spirit and every dream must be tested and placed before the father if you're going to put stock in it. So if a dream contradicts the word of God and it's causing you stress or suffering or disrupting your peace, toss that thing out or put it on the shelf. If you are a person that doesn't have a lot of dreams, guess what? You've got a lot of God and it's okay if God chooses to speak to you in other ways in your particular life. That is fine. I'm not saying you're a person who has to have dreams. So don't feel condemned in that way, but be open if God does want to communicate to you through dreams, but also be discerning because every dream is not from God.
I'm so glad that we're all here together learning more about these things so that we're open for God to use dreams in our life, but we don't limit him to that alone, nor do we depend on the dreams. We depend on our Savior. I just wanted to share that. Now I want to get into one of the most accurate and frequent responses that I think we can have to dreams from God, and that is prayer. Prayer is an awesome response to a lot of the dreams that God will give. Sometimes you'll see people in your dreams that you haven't talked to in years, or maybe you went to a high school or middle school with them. God is putting that person on your radar to pray for them. And sometimes if he's been speaking to you throughout the day, maybe you've been so busy, you haven't been listening, you lay down and you have a dream about that person, the Lord might be putting them on your radar as a prayer assignment. And so it's important that you invest time as soon as possible. Once you wake up, listen to that episode from yesterday about what to do with your dreams. As soon as you wake up, invest time to get along with God and pray for the individual that he showed you in the dream. You may not always get the confirmation right away about what was going on with the person or what type of help God wanted to use your prayers to usher into their life. Somebody might be thinking, uh, God is sovereign. Can he help people without our prayers? Y'all, there are some things that will not happen on the earth or in someone's life until prayer is released on their behalf. And we don't have time to get into the mechanics of this, but I am telling you, you don't have to be the smartest person on the planet or the most articulate person on the planet. Just know that your prayers are effective. They are powerful and they are heard by God every single time you pray, even when you don't feel anything. A part of James chapter 5 verse 16 says, And pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored. The earnest, heartfelt prayer of a righteous person makes much available. Your prayers opens doors for God to bring supply into other people's life when he puts them on your radar in a dream. They may need healing from a broken heart. They may may need healing in their physical body. Uh, They they may need provision uh, materially. They may be looking for a house and trying to sell their current house. You pray whatever Holy Spirit puts on your heart concerning that person. And a lot of times the elements in the dream will be uh, uh, evidence or clues as to what's going on with them and, and what you are supposed to pray towards. Your prayer can cover a person and close the door on the enemy aiming to come in and destroy that person's life. That's how powerful you are when you're in prayer. Now, let me give you a real life example of this. There's this really famous person in entertainment and long story medium. Um, I ended up encountering this person out to lunch uh, with them and a few more other people through a mutual friend. I admired that this person um, had a relationship with their spouse that they believed that God sent into their life and things just seemed to be really nice and pleasant for them and their family on the surface. And I was like, oh, wow, God, that is just so awesome. Like they must just have such a wonderful life. So I go to this lunch. Everything is fine. You know, it's a really cool experience. And then I started having dreams about their spouse like weeks and weeks later. And I was like, yo, this is kind of weird because I don't even really know them like that. And so I kind of put it on a shelf and then I was telling one of my friends about it uh, who we sometimes get together and we pray we pray for the nation pray for the world uh, pray concerning our dreams and the things that God puts on our heart and she encouraged me to pray and so I did I began to pray well I would say maybe over a year later I end up having a dream about this particular uh, famous person not the spouse but this famous person that I had met through mutual friend 
And I was at this, not a house, it was like a condo or an apartment that they had bought. And in the dream, they bought this condo or apartment so they could go there and they could do drugs. And they had lost something in their life. The dream was communicating to me. They had lost something in their life. They were taking it really, really hard and they wanted to get away from it. And so they had started doing drugs to cope. And I didn't know if they were like prescription drugs or street drugs, whatever. And I saw this person that I knew know in their life over at their house and I saw the the this uh, celebrity give this person food and that person was eating the food and when I woke up one of the things I knew I was like you know what you have to be aware of what's going on and why you are in a person's life you may think that you are there and they're feeding you and giving you information or you know they're much older than you or they're further along in their career and they're supposed to be pouring into you sometimes because you are the righteousness of God God will put you in a person's life because they are about to hit a spot where you need to pray and I don't think the person person in the dream this this person that I know that knows them I don't think they realize that so I got in my prayer closet and I was like God this is kind of strange why am I dreaming about this individual and you're showing me that he's he's he lost something in the dream and it he lost what he lost was so hurtful that it's like he was going into a depression like he was about to get to a place where you know you get on drugs and those spirits and stuff get in there and, and try to convince a person to commit suicide so I get in my prayer closet and I I am in like warfare praying, covering him in the spirit, speaking against um, demonic influences and attacks and praying over his circle and people around him. Now, keep in mind, I do not follow these people on social media. I'm not following this person on social, so I don't see anything going on in their life or nothing. Like, it's not a situation where something got into my subconscious mind. I knew this was a dream from the Lord as soon as I woke up. God was showing me something that was to come and I needed to pray. So I get on social media one day and I I posted something and I ended up in the feed where it's like the public feed. It's not just the people that you follow. It's the, the feed of everybody that's on Instagram. And I saw that his family was splitting up, that they were getting a divorce. And when I tell you, as soon as I read that, I knew that that's what my dream was about. This person in my dream, God was showing me the loss that they experienced was the loss of their family, their spouse, their children being split up during that time in their life when they didn't want that. And y'all, even even telling you this right now, like we have to be so mindful of how we hold people in the space of prayer. You don't have to know them very deeply. You don't have to be all in their business. Like I said, the dream didn't tell me exactly what they were about to lose. But after I prayed and did warfare over like, hey, whatever is about to happen, if it can be prevented, let's prevent it. But if it cannot, let this person respond in a healthy way, bring the right people around them so that this doesn't crush them and destroy them in their life and I was so thankful for how God was looking out for that person now I'm one individual who's to say that God didn't have people all over the country praying for this person so they wouldn't go into a depression not realizing that this beautiful gift and dream and picture of family that they had was about to be shattered in a moment and when I was around um, these people, they were very kind, like, you know, nothing bad to say, but I still pray for them because regardless of what the negative report looks like right now, I believe God can work a miracle in their life. And I truly believe that prayer kept that individual from going off the deep end. I had this dream months before I knew anything happened in their personal life that wasn't good. 
So I'm going to stop there just for the sake of time. I have so much more to share, but I'm going to give you three key takeaways and then we're going to go into our decrees. Key takeaway number one from this episode, pray. Key takeaway number two from this episode, pray. Key takeaway number three from this episode, pray. Because you are powerful. Your prayers are powerful. When you open your mouth, God listens. And sometimes he will give you a dream. And what that dream indicates is that there is a prayer assignment with your name on it. There's somebody's life on the line. There's somebody's marriage on the line. There's somebody's children and provision and health on the line. And in the name of Jesus, if you will pray, all of heaven and the supernatural will respond to what you say. And they will enter in and be able to get some things worked out in the spirit when you pray the power of God can be felt but the power of God can also be unfelt so regardless of if you feel like your prayers are effective or not based on the word know that they are James chapter 5 verse 16 pray also for one another the earnest heartfelt prayer of a righteous person makes much available if you are a child of God Jesus has made you righteous not your behavior Christ has made you righteous and one of the most effective responses to a dream concerning others is prayer I love y'all thank you for tuning in now let's say our decrees and win this day I am God's beloved He gives me sweet sleep and interprets the dreams I need. I am God's beloved. He gives me the wisdom I need in every area of my life. I plead the blood of Jesus over me, body, soul, and spirit. I am God's beloved. He protects me while I sleep. I plead the blood of Jesus over the doorway of my dreams. I am God's beloved. And Holy Spirit guides me all this week. My name is Felicia Goins. Thank you so much for joining me on WordCast to kick off this week. We're here Monday through Friday every single week. Be sure to tune in for the rest of the episodes this week. You do not want to miss them. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.